This is Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. Hey, 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 hey. Let me know where you were on January 6th of 2021. I personally can't remember. Can you, Mike DeDino? I was working here during Rudy Giuliani's show. But you remember? Were you like, oh, wow, I remember where I was at that moment? I actually do, because Rudy was on when it was happening. I mean, it wasn't really such a big deal, though. I mean, when it was going down... I want to play you this. This is uh, Didino, by the way. He uh, does uh, producing around here. He knows sports like crazy. And uh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> no problem. All right. I want you to listen to this, though. This is a fake news guy named Brian Stelter. And like a broken clock, the fake news is right every now and then, twice a day maybe. Uh, listen to what he said about January 6th from a television perspective. So I was watching it on TV. You were watching it on TV. Donald Trump was watching it on TV. And I noticed something. The anchors were losing their minds. Oh, this is the worst thing that ever happened. But I'm watching the pictures and I'm like, I don't really see what's so bad. I mean, this doesn't look as bad as the Black Lives Matter riots. I don't see anything on fire. I kept thinking to myself, like, why are they hyperventilating? Well, they were hyperventilating because they wanted to politicize it, and I think they knew where this thing could possibly go, and they wanted to hurt Trump. So here's a CNN reporter, Stelter, admitting that on television it didn't really look like all that much at all. Cut 36, please. Important to remember, it didn't look as bad on TV as it actually was, and that's not the fault of any television network or any producer or anything. It's just most of the live shots were from far away. We didn't see inside the Capitol that horrible violence, the attacks against police. There were only a few of those videos that came out during the day. It took several days to reckon with just how violent this was, and then several weeks to learn about the security failures and all the rest. So in other words, it was worse than it looked on live TV. You know, there's, by the way, Donald Trump has nothing to worry about here, but during the impeachment, and I don't know if they were making this case, if you watch television, It did not look that bad. And, oh, by the way, even on the inside, look, for those of us who have been to war, those of us who survived uh, September 11, 2001, survived. I got there just as 7 was coming down, but you know what I mean. Uh, No, I'm sorry. This is – it was not that much, certainly after Black Lives Matter summer. So, anyway, you were were with Rudy. Yeah, we were – I was screening Rudy's show at the time. Uh, What did Rudy – what was Rudy like? I don't remember what Rudy was saying about it. So, all right, you were here next to Rudy Giuliani. I don't think it's one of those moments it's like, I was standing in my living room when the world changed, right? No, I don't think it is, but I do remember it just because I think it was my first week here. Um, all right, so you were a babe. You, you had the, the place was like, well, how old are you, by the way? 26. 26, all right. So you said that like you're proud, like 26. 26. Like, you know what you said it like? You said it like John Travolta when he said he was 20 to his girlfriend, Stephanie, his wannabe girlfriend. Do you remember that? I don't. How old are you, kid? And she said, he says, I'm 20. And he gives him a look. She goes, well, I'm 19, but I will eventually be 20. Anyway, dude, what's going on with Antonio Brown? Uh, Antonio Brown, first of all, is, a, is the guy who I actually like, who quit the team in a huff. And you know what? I'm like, you know, I wanted to quit a job or two in my life and walk out the door and tell him to screw it. I didn't, but he did. Good for him. A lot of moving parts to this story, and I was thinking about it because yesterday you came up to me and you said you, you kind of defended Antonio Brown, and like you just said, you wanted to leave a job before. Yeah. So let's just compare it. Let's say you were here, and you were really sick one day, and you were, let's say, an hour through your show, so it's 2.15. You tell Chad, Chad Lopez, president here, 
Chad, I'm sick. I can't do it. And Chad says, you get back in that room and finish your show or you're gone. And you take your shirt off. You start doing jumping jacks. You start pumping everybody up in the studios. And then you storm out. Is that the best way to go about it? I like I like the character you just described, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like I, I, I want to be that guy. No, well, here's the here's the key difference. The key, the thing you're leaving out, and that's a colorful story. And I get your point, but let's pretend for a moment that I had a vocal cord injury, and if I kept speaking, and my own doctor said, "Greg, if you talk for another half hour, you're never gonna, you potentially won't talk again for the rest of your life." And then Chad said, "I don't care. Get back in there and start talking." I might just walk out. So that's the difference here. And these guys, they only can play football for a certain finite amount of years at best. To mess with this guy's health is messing with his career, is messing with his livelihood, is messing with all kinds of things. So um, I guess I'm still on his side, even though I appreciate and I actually like that little story you just told. Know what I mean? Do you know Antonio Brown's history? He's got a long resume. I'm sure of, these guys are all crazy. They're always, you know, piping off a long resume. What? It's football. He's a football player. He's not a. He's not a neurosurgeon. I mean, you want these guys are supposed to be crazy and wild. They hit people for a living. Yeah, he's got a long, long resume of misbehavior. And Bruce, what's the worst thing he's ever done? Well, he's now been. This is now his fourth team, and I believe five years. What's the worst thing he's ever done? He Those guys go from team to team to team. Even even nice guys get traded all over the place. So, what's the worst thing he's ever done? He had a sexual assault allegation against him that I believe was dropped. He, <laughs> Jeez. well, all right, uh, that's bad. But was he arrested? No, he committed a federal uh, he, offense about a month ago with a fake vaccine card. He was holding. Wait, what? Whoa. whoa. Listen to you, Doctor Fauci. I'm just, I'm just stating facts. Fed- here. Oh wait, a federal offense with fake vaccine card. So he didn't want to get vaccinated. He, did, he was not vaccinated. And he There's told plenty the of guys. So I, the more I hear about this guy, the more I like him. What else did he do? <laughs> he has a lot of running with the laws. He's just a di- he's a diva. That's what he is, a diva. Hey, sometimes talented people, you know, you got to give them space. You got, you still haven't told me anything like bad, like you know, really, like you know, okay, all right, now he's got to go. Is he disruptive in the locker room? Yes. How so? He's got a long resume of just – You keep saying the long resume, and I don't think you put this stuff on your resume, by the way. But, you know, one thing about these guys in the locker room, and I'll give them a lot of credit for this. They bring those dopey, out-of-shape, never-played-the-game reporters into the locker room, shine a light in them on their face, and ask them all kinds of, you know, hey, why did you screw up in the second quarter? That was really – like they ask pointed questions like that while they're undressing. The media sucks. They're out to get you. They do. So I guess the 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 locker room thing, I can understand these guys being kind of ornery and, and difficult. So, all right. Do you guys know anything bad that he really did? No? I like this guy. Well, get are, him on the phone. There are also, you, there are legal ramifications that go into this because uh, the head coach, Bruce Arians, who said, Get out of here! He came out in a press conference just yeah. about. An I know hour there. Are, I know there are. What did you call there? There. What kind of ram- legal, legal ramifications? Legal ramifications because the NFL is now a multi-trillion-dollar corporation. I mean, you know, it should be a dispute between the the coach and the player, and that's it. 
there are legal ramifications. What, are, what, what did that guy just give you? What's up? These are some of the uh, legal issues or the long history. Well, or someone's I like trying to, say to the back up resume. your uh, – you've been just uh, playing fast and loose. Now they're going to back – what do you got there? Wait, wait. Before you look at that, what was going on? What do you say the ramifications are? Okay, so you said he they made him go back in the game when he was injured. Yeah. Bruce Arians, head coach, spoke on it about an hour ago. He said that the protocols for an injured player, if you can't play, you have to consult a trainer, and then the trainer relays that message to the coach. You can't just say, I'm not playing, my ankle hurts. You know, sometimes he's an adult, too. i got to go to the school nurse to get a freaking note to show to the coach. That's what it sounds like to me. These players, you know what? I know they get a lot of money, and that's great, but I don't think they're treated like adults. I don't think they're treated like full-fledged citizens that they are. And, you know, I'm not exactly about to kneel, all right? I would never do that. But I think some of their grievances, I, I, I they, they ring loud and clear to me. Can I also preface that I am a very big Antonio Brown fan. I was, <laughs> yeah, right? I, yeah. No, 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 I really am. I was rooting. I well, am. Say some good things about him. He's a, still a great player, and I, I do believe he will play in the NFL again. Just because in the NFL, it doesn't matter about your history. If uh, you this have just talent, in. This just in. I've been handed a big, long list of stuff that he is allegedly to have done. December 2018, while a member of the Steelers, a heated exchange with quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. He just retired, right? He hasn't officially retired because the season's not over yet, but all signs point to him retiring. All right. And by the way, he had an allegation, didn't he? He had a few. You got, this this post-Me Too era, you know, everybody. Geez. Anyway, during a Wednesday practice escalated to Brown throwing a football at him. <laughs> this guy, Ben Roethlisberger, throws footballs at people all day long. What gets one thrown at him, and that's a problem? He then skipped the remaining practices. I'm sorry, skipping practice? That's not like skipping a game. It's practice. And by the way, he's practiced enough. He knows football. How much better is he going to get at a practice? Jesus, excuse me. Um, and what happened next? Uh, February 2019, meeting with Art Rooney II. Who's that? Brown met with Steelers owner Art Rooney II, and both sides agreed they should part ways. Well, that sounds like a very adult conversation. Agreed. Brown traded to the Steelers, wait, by Steelers to the Raiders. The Brown era in Pittsburgh officially came to an end. The Steelers traded Brown to Oakland in exchange for third and fifth round draft picks. Yeah, good luck with those guys. Whatever happened to them? I don't think they turned out yeah. too well. <laughs> uh, Brown placed on the non-football injury list in July of 20. 20- this, this is like very routine stuff. This is not. There's nothing bad. The worst thing so far is he threw a football at the quarterback. <laughs> I, you know what? I should be one of those team advocates or player, uh, what do you call the agents? Maybe I should be this guy's agent. You're in the minority in this one, I will say. Screw it. I'll be in the minority. I don't care. I typically enjoy being in the minority, but this one, and I've defended Antonio Brown so many times and his backfire. Well, his... yeah, back, I mean, yeah, so many times. You bring, you, you just. You got to go about it as a, you can't storm you, you, off the field doing jumping jacks, taking your jersey off, throwing your gloves into the stands. When? This is a free country. He quit the team. You're allowed to leave jobs. Here, wait, 2019, helmet issues. When the start of the OTA, what's this that? funny. Off-season workouts, essentially. Began in 2019. Brown was unhappy <laughs> with the helmet the Raiders assigned him. I think I remember this one. This the NFL deal. issued a new helmet policy that made his longtime helmet unwearable. It's his lucky helmet. Why are they screwing around with that? Brown was infuriated about the new helmet, and he was given 
He was given a clash with Raiders coaches. Hey, make this guy happy. He wants his head to feel good during the game. Here's a fun fact for you. What? The coach of the Raiders at that time was John Gruden. Oh, who would later be me too for some silly email he wrote 20 years ago. Correct. He even tried to sneak his old repainted helmet into practice. Give the guy a break, which the Raiders caught. Oh, yeah, yeah. The situation, according to a report from the NFL Network at the time, was part of what started Brown's unhappiness with the Raiders and contributed to the role he played in eventually staying away from team facilities. I wouldn't hang around those guys if I couldn't wear my favorite helmet. I like him. Now, do me a favor. I want you to play devil's advocate. I want you to start defending this guy who you say you're a fan of. Now defend Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to defend. I mean, you have three pages right here of allegations. Nothing is bad. You say they're allegations. Here's another one. Brown signs with the Patriots. Brown signed a one-year deal worth $15 million. Wow. To work with the New England Patriots. All right. Brown accused of sexual assault by ex-trainer. Now, by the way, these guys are big-time targets, all right, because they got lots of money. I totally agree And let's face it, a lot of women are throwing themselves at these guys, all right? I've seen the reality TV shows. You know, it happens. Situation surrounding Brown took a hard turn after a lawsuit followed by his ex-trainer, Brittany Taylor, claimed that Brown sexually assaulted her on multiple occasions over the last three years. Multiple occasions over the last three years. You see the problem inherent right in that? And by the way, this is a lawsuit, pal. This is not – I don't think he was arrested here. He was not. Well, that makes – it's a big difference. Taylor, who attended Central Michigan at the same time as Brown – okay, so she's in college with the guy – filed a lawsuit that said Brown assaulted her three separate occasions from June of 2017 through May of 2018. You think she might have, I don't know, filed this lawsuit in June of 2017 and not – I mean, right away? Usually that's how it goes. Brown released a statement at the time and denied all allegations in the lawsuit. The Patriots released a statement as well, saying that the accusations were serious and the NFL planned to investigate further. Uh, Patriots released Brown. Ooh, wait, wait. What Was he on the Patriots? Yeah, he played in the Patriots with Tom Brady. But I believe it was only for a few games. Uh-oh, wait a second. Yeah, before all right, hold on. Now, now we got something. January of 2020. Felony burglary. Now, what would this guy be doing stealing anything? He's rich. Brown was charged with a felony charge of burglary and battery after an incident with a moving truck driver Mm -hmm. in Florida. In June of 20, Brown pleaded no contest to the charges and received two years probation. He also was ordered to undergo a psychological evaluation and follow-up treatment, attended anger management course, performed a 100-hour... Well, it couldn't have been that bad. He got into an argument with the guy who was his moving uh, from the moving company, right? I believe he taped it, too, if I remember correctly. All right. Well, it couldn't have been that bad. I mean, this is before Alvin Bragg showed up on the scene. Know what I mean? So it's not. All right. So, look, how do we how do we help this guy? I think he's gotten nonstop help for the last three to four years. Doesn't sound like, it sounds like his teammates are out to get him. Sounds like management's out to get him. Sounds like you are actually not giving him the benefit of the doubt half the time, even though you say you're a fan. Brown suspended for lying about his vaccination status. Here's my view on that. His vaccination status is nobody's business. Nobody's. Nobody's. It isn't, but my um, rebuttal to that would be the NFL has very strict vaccination laws. Yeah, my rebuttal to that would be the NFL has gone totally woke, crazy. They gave in to uh, Colin Kaepernick. 
that guy, remember, they were about to throw him out. Now he's running the damn league. Right? Fair enough. He's he's basically calling the shots. Unbelievable. That Roger Goodell, what a wimp. All right? I'm sick of that guy. I'm sick of that guy. He doesn't care about the health of these guys. Well, to a point he does. But he really, let's face it, he's owned by the owners. Right? He just wants money in his pocket at the end of the day. Isn't it? By the way, don't you get to a point where you have enough money? I saw on I saw a figure. First of all, he gets paid like twice as much as Tom Brady, right? More. He gets more. That's wrong. He just signed. I, I don't care what the hell he's got going for him. Uh, Roger Goodell is replaceable. Big. Oh, time. He's expendable, absolutely. And so that's why he'll do whatever. I don't know who's pulling the strings. I guess it's the owners. I don't like the guy. And finally, he storms off the field in frustration. I totally understand. You're in the minority. You make it sound like that's a big thing. Like, you know, I mean, and that's the problem with America. Everybody, not, I'm not saying you, Mike, but I, and I know you feel the way you feel. But too often in America, we want to make sure we're in agreement because we don't want the mob criticizing us. And I know you sports guys are crazy. You're the your fans is short for fanatic. And you guys get so worked up um, big time. You know, yeah. You do. We do, yeah. And you say all kinds of horrible things. Now, fortunately, I don't mind it. <laughs> a little bit. No, I don't mind. Uh, oh, it's time already. Sorry, I've been talking to Mike. Thank you. Mike thank the you, Greg. Hey, you run a big sports uh, gambling uh, operation, right, of some kind? It's gambling. It's well, what is it? Fantasy football page. Fantasy football. All right. Is that for public consumption? Can anybody Absolutely. get involved? How do, how do they find you? You just find me on Instagram at MD Fantasy Sports. That's Mike DiDino Fantasy Sports. I actually uh, posted earlier today before I came in about the Antonio Brown situation. So if you want to check it out, you can find everything you need to know there. Excellent. MD Fantasy Sports and uh, good stuff, Mike. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate right it. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.